0: In this episode, we are talking about the mystery of the ancient pyramids. These are so trippy because we really know so little, and the stuff we do know, we are still completely perplexed by as a society. So take a listen and see what you think about this mystery. Hi, I'm Heather Wood, and I'm an intuition and ego expert. And I'm Jamie Hayhurst,
1: and I'm an energy healer.
0: We're both passionate about smashing the patriarchy, integrity in the spiritual world, and social justice. This is the Intuitive Girl's Guide. Hey, Jay, I've got a fun topic for us today. Yay, let's get into it. This one's like a mystery. I think it might be my favorite mystery. (laughs) This is definitely a mystery. I love a mystery. We're talking about the pyramids. Right. Okay. One of my most favorite things about the pyramids is that nobody knows what the F is going on.
1: (laughs) Right. And it's also like, it's also this sort of strange barometer to tell who you're talking to. Because sometimes, you know, people talk about the pyramids and it's just straight historical data, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. And then other people, you can see a light flip in their eyes and all of a sudden you're in like metaphysical territory. Yeah.
0: There's sort of like this weird place that the pyramids kind of like connect everything where when I'm doing this research for, for this, I mean, a lot of it is like my own knowledge of the 1 million documentaries I've watched on pyramids. But in addition to that, You see stuff like videos by like Gaia.com, right? Yes, right. And you see videos by like History Channel. Right, like National Geographic. Yeah. And they're like talking about the same thing. Exactly. This never happens. These two organizations do not get along. (laughs) It's like
1: one of those weird places where the two worlds overlap.
0: Yeah. And because we don't have any real concrete proof or evidence as to what's going on and how these were built and what they were used for, it makes it this cool thing for, for someone like me anyways. And I bet for a lot of our listeners, Jay, where it's like, ooh, there's a legit mystery here. We could like really wonder about this. We could really like think what what could this be connected to?
1: Exactly. and I And I don't think it's a place where it has to be like us presenting it as this conspiracy theory that everyone has to be on board with. Listen to what we're saying. Like, can you believe this, this conspiracy that's been hatched? Like it doesn't have to be like that. It can just be this really strange thing that we're looking into and everyone sort of formulating their own opinions about.
0: Exactly. And, you know, I thought about, cause to me, the pyramids and talking about them feel different from conspiracy theory. And it, I was trying to figure out why, because it is all theory, right? Right. But it's almost like because we don't have a story of what happens to have a conspiracy about, it feels more like we're just like, oh, what could this be? Let's look at some of the kind of magic going on here and let's just discuss it. So I'm going to present um, towards the end, like two of the main crazy theories as to what's happened. Right. but I will also tell you that scientists historians archaeologists mathematicians all agree that something that they don't understand has created the pyramids exactly I freaking love that <laughs> it's very cool it is okay so let's let's talk a little bit about them okay the pyramids in general let me just give you a couple of facts to start with, and we'll discuss them. First of all, we're talking about ancient pyramids. Most of these pyramids that were, we find were built before 4000 BCE. That's a really long time ago. <laughs> so long ago, okay? At least
1: 6,000 years old.
0: Yes. And if you remember our episode on time, when we were discussing all things time, we mentioned in there that the birth of Cleopatra was actually closer in time to like the birth of the company McDonald's than it was to the pyramids being built. Yes, exactly. So I'm just going to bring that back up as a reference as to how long ago these things were made, because this is important. Right, because the way we're taught, we're taught about
1: areas and places in these like really specific chunks. And so you think pyramids, you think Cleopatra, you think King Tut, but there's actually like this entire span of time.
0: Yeah. Crazy amounts of time between the pyramids being built and what we think of, of even like ancient Egypt. So, so long. Right. Exactly. Now, a lot of the stuff that I'm going to talk about when it comes to facts about the pyramids and the few clips that I'm going to play for you are referencing the Egyptian pyramids. Yep. There are way more than just Egyptian pyramids. The reason I'm concentrating more on them is because we have more information on them. They've been studied more than the other pyramids. Right. Gotcha. But there are pyramids found in Italy, Mexico, Greece. They found the base of one in Illinois, USA. You can still go see it. What? Yep. Java, Cambodia, Peru, and we keep finding them. We found them in the Arctic and we found them deep underwater. What? Yeah. So we just, we think of Egypt, right? We think of the sandy yeah. desert and, and the dirt blowing around, but these, we find them freaking everywhere. And I think ones wow. in Egypt have maybe stood the test of time a little bit better for whatever reason, maybe right. being a desert, I don't know, but those are the ones that we've had more time to study. Okay. There's a lot of misinformation about tombs, uh, them being tombs, all right? I remember learning that as a kid, right? That the ancient pyramids were like tombs. Do you remember that? Yeah, absolutely. They were not tombs. They've never found a mummy inside a pyramid. What? What lies are these? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Now no, That's why you hear like when people go into like Pharaoh's tomb and the discovery of a tomb because a tomb and a pyramid are different things. Oh, man. Okay. They've never found mummies inside these pyramids. And also they can tell by going inside of them now that these weren't designed for people to be in, like they weren't being inhabited. Like maybe people were going in. I sort of picture like an ancient maintenance man going in or something, (laughs) but (laughs) they weren't places where people were living. They were being used for something, which we'll get to in a minute, but it wasn't for where people lived and it was not a tomb. Okay. Well,
1: that's already very
0: interesting. So I would also like to say that there are lots of documentaries you can watch on the pyramids, and I highly recommend watching them because they're fascinating. But I'm going to give you a spoiler alert as to the weird formatting of every documentary about the pyramids. Okay. (laughs) They all are narrated by a very intelligent sounding British man. Yes, that I knew. I think it's a trick. Because what they do for the rest of the time is tell you we don't know anything, <laughs> so they just want to sound really smart. To start <laughs> yes. with so if you go into these documentaries hoping to get answers, you won't. If you go into it hoping to find out crazy facts that we don't have any answers for, that's exactly what you want to get. That's okay. exactly what's going to happen. All right, good to know. Good to know. Inside the temperature stays constant all the time and it's basically like air conditioned an air conditioned space temperature controlled yes it doesn't change no matter what's going on outside really mm-hmm. what is this what is this sorcery oh it gets way crazier than that okay the exteriors you know when you picture the pyramids you you sort of picture these like brown kind of sandy looking yeah Shapes. Okay. Originally there were a very rare limestone on the outside. Now mm-hmm. there's limestone on them now. You can, you can see them, but there was an additional layer on the outside that was looted. Okay. We think uh, there was maybe some erosion and also looting of these. Okay. So on the outside was this very bright white limestone and there's all different theories and debates very interesting. Well, to somebody like me, I don't know if everyone thinks it's interesting, <laughs> as to how it was patterned or shaped around the outside. But what we do know for sure is that they reflected sunlight. So these pyramids were like beacons of light. They glowed. They were so. Oh, that is interesting. Right. So I'm going to, I'm going to get to, to how I think that many other people do too, that these were ancient power plants. So they think that the glowing and the, and the reflecting was part of, of this. Right. Okay. Cause supposedly there was no uh, electricity back then, but we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you might've also heard back in science in uh, I guess history class, right? Um, that the pyramids were built by slaves. Yes. Not true actually been completely disproven really they were built they, they like found the bodies there's a whole thing you can look at of like the people that would have been building them these were like highly skilled celebrated people in their community of some of some wealth who were stonemasons who built these pyramids so they were not built by slaves they actually are quite certain that they were very well-paid laborers who built the pyramids
1: Right. So more intentional
0: and more like professionally done. Exactly. And when you hear a bit more about these, you'll realize how it would have definitely had to have been very skilled people or people who had a lot more information than what we have now who figured this out. So I think it makes sense that this was not people being forced to place stones or whatever. These are people who knew what they were doing and how they were doing it. And they think we're actually getting paid quite well to do it. Okay. Well, that's interesting. I thought so too. Let's talk about how these things were made because we have no idea, but let me tell you what we do know. Okay. Let's talk about Giza, for example, because all the pyramids are different, but they all follow a lot of the same format. So I'll give you like factual information about Giza. Okay. Giza was made out of 2.5 million blocks. What? They each weigh... Up to fifty tons. What? They estimate that these were com- these were built. Giza was built in twelve years or less. Wow. Okay. So I want you to think back to when this was. There wow. was no modern equipment, tools. We don't. We we think maybe there was electricity, but we'll get to that. But if we're just going with what we know, we don't know of electricity. We don't know of. Like there's no like tractor or dump no truck excavator, or right? There's no yeah. cement mixer, like no cranes, <laughs> no cranes, right? And these these are so precise, and there are so many, and the way that they are stacked and built is such perfection. They're not even perfect pyramids. They actually go in on the sides a little bit, creating like a little bit of a, a concaveness that mm-hmm. they. believe is on purpose. They don't know why it does that, but like, these are incredibly precisely built. So, and each of these stones they believe was laid by hand, man, I want to know why (laughs) it's so strange to, for me to think of like, I feel like we're given this picture of ancient humans, Right. And I feel like it's so wrong and missing so many things. Like think about the caveman. Right. Like you're thinking of some really dumb, unable to speak person with a club who's just like hits stuff and eats it like (laughs) a cave. Right. Like we're we're given this picture that they were our ancient human ancestors were unintelligent. Right. You hear this and you're like, wait a minute. They were way smarter than us. And the more you hear about it, the more you
1: start to think that it was intentional, that
0: yeah.
1: we're told that so that we can have this perspective of being superior or better than, or, or, to, or to not question things that happened then, because obviously everyone that was doing it was so inferior to us now. So don't look back there. Don't look at the pyramids.
0: Don't pay attention. It feels like a trick. I think you just nailed it right there with what you said. Don't look. Just believe this story. Don't look. Don't question. Don't wonder about this. Just take this in. Has got to be done to us on purpose. It feels like it. I mean, even I remember learning um, that for so long, there were different species of humans living next to each other. Like, we. (laughs) I don't remember learning that in school, right? Like that, and that they, they mix together. And I mean, there's theories now that there are way more species of humans than we even have realized before. You know, there's more than just Homo sapien and Neanderthal. They're like, to me, like that stuff is so fascinating and so crazy. And like, what happened? Did we all just mix or did some of us die off? Like what we don't know the answer, and that just makes my brain spin in in a way that I enjoy.
1: Right, <laughs> agreed. And I would just love if we could, as a education system, just say we don't know the answer rather than teaching something in a way that's like this happened, these people existed, then that people, and then those people, and this happened, and teach it in more of a way that's saying we don't exactly know <laughs> about.
0: Yeah. about how we evolved and how this happened, you know? And encourage critical thinking about it. Like right. what do you think could have been? Here are some theories. What do you think? I mean, I'm not saying they should follow the IgG format necessarily, but- <laughs> Well, I mean, it works for us. It does. I mean, imagine as a kid being like, here's a bunch of stuff we don't know and here's what we do know. Come up with a theory. Right. you would have loved that. Exactly. It's just a great way to think. and We're clearly not- raised or conditioned to critically think about things we're supposed to just take it all in so exactly. side rant but a, a true one the first archeo- like official archaeological dig on the pyramids was not until 1880 wow that's not a long time ago No. So imagine how much was lost in that period of time of people, you know, we know people looted them and tried to destroy them. In one of the pyramids, there's like a gaping slash because... A pharaoh back in the day tried to destroy the pyramid and he couldn't. We know that they've been looted. We've lost stuff. There's probably valuable information. Like, there's a very famous thing about the pyramids that there's no blueprints anywhere as to how they were built. And clearly, these were being built all around the world. So, there must have been them at some point. And, like, what happened to them? Good point. Good point. We lost all of that and we didn't officially start looking at them and, and keeping track of stuff until 1880. That's so modern. It really is, and I I think
1: <laughs> I have this thought, and I don't know if this is something that just happens as you get older, or if it's something now as we're starting to reflect back as we're living in turbulent times, you know. But Anne Frank, we're you're taught about Anne Frank or Ruby Bridges, like that it was this lifetime ago, and I think that part of that is intentional. Again, they don't want you looking back; they want you thinking like that was forever ago. We're better people now; we don't have these problems anymore, but like the late 1800s was not a long time ago.
0: No, this is, I mean, this is a time where you had a great, great grandparent, right? Probably alive. Exactly. You definitely had a great, great, great grandparent. And I know that's only three greats. Exactly. It's only like the span of one lifetime in between.
1: I mean, my grandmother was born in 1915.
0: Yeah. My great-grandfather was born in 1901.
1: Yeah. So it's like the same, it's basically the same thing.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Right. Like it's, it's like this, this is not that long ago. And so for all of that time, no one was going in and like officially documenting what they were finding and like sharing that knowledge. So like, who knows Jay, if there's, I feel like this is such a good – if no one has written this movie yet, if they want to give me a call, I am i don't know if I can officially claim the rights. But, like, talk about a villain origin story that you, like, actually have the blueprints to the pyramids. Oh, we're copy- copywriting. It's officially copyrighted. No one else can – it's ours. We call it. <laughs> right, like, you're this rich white guy, like, Lex Luthor-esque. <laughs> <has it>, right? <laughs> that would be a great movie. I mean, if someone has it, it's – A patriarchal white man for sure. Absolutely. I mean, you know, the Rosetta Stone, right? Which was the thing that we discovered in Egypt that, like, we understood then what hieroglyphics were. We could figure them out. Right. That's in a British museum. It's not even in Egypt. Egypt's been like asking for that back for centuries. And we're just like, no, we're just going to leave it in this British museum exactly this it's the complete like story of patriarchy and capitalism exactly so I, I don't buy that someone doesn't have something that they're not showing us that they're like holding on to for right. the this bitter or something
1: uh, the, the colonizers steal and steal and keep exactly
2: okay
0: um so the pyramids were built with such Crazy mathematical properties that we're still figuring it out now. Like they're way more advanced than anything we know. I don't. I don't get it. How? No. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play a video for you in a little bit to to hear some very smart people talk about the mathematical properties of the pyramids. Because me repeating it, it's not really helpful. So I'll have you listen to it. But. That's right. As someone who doesn't understand math and is easily baffled by anything math related, when you hear this, even if you're that way, you're going to be like, whoa, there's something really sus going on here that they knew this stuff. And our most brilliant mathematicians now are still like, how did they, what, what? How, I'm sure you're going to get there, but like, how did they, how did we know that? And now we don't know
1: that. Like what, yeah, happened? Right. what happened? Right. How did we lose this information? Right, and I don't know if I even want to talk about it. It feels like it's going to be <laughs> feels. This is this is exactly why I don't look into the pyramids because my brain is like, you don't want to actually think about all that, Jamie. This you, is
0: where you and I differ. differ. We are we are incredibly similar humans. <laughs> even our lives do the same things at the same times in such a way that you guys would have your minds blown. But here is where we take vastly different roads where one yes. of my favorite things is to think about stuff that we don't have the answers to and to like, like just chew on it for days or months, like to not sleep thinking about it, to come up with theories, to just like deeply think. I love that. It makes me happy. It makes me calm in a weird way. It's Jimmy's right. nightmare. <laughs> it's the
1: worst. It literally like starts spinning my, like, like my mind starts, like I literally start to feel a little dizzy. Like my ego's like, no, no, we are not. This is, this
0: is not safe abort <laughs> okay. abort you I'm know like I'll let Heather think about this and get back to <laughs> Jamie always gives me this like limit like she'll be like okay you can talk about your crazy time theories or what or your pyramid theories or whatever but like okay now I'm done I no more no more things <laughs> so, right,
1: it's always super interesting I'm sure there are listeners listening who find it interesting but they're also like okay this is starting to be too much like it's It's not that I don't want to know about it or I don't care about it. It's just that I can feel like, okay, like you've lost me. I like,
0: I need a break. Right. So whichever way you, you start spinning from this information is fine. You don't, you can leave this podcast episode and afterwards and just like, be like, okay, that's cool. That's a mystery. I don't want to think any more about it. Or you can send me Instagram messages about your deep thoughts. If you're, if you're a me, if you're a Heather, you can do that. If you're a Jamie, you can just be like, okay, it's a mystery. Let's move on. Go? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> almost all of the pyramids that we have found. And I am saying almost all, because there are a few that we haven't been able to study enough to see if this is true. Okay. So it's not like there's one that's an exception. It's just that what's been proven. Okay. Okay. The pyramids all line up with a very significant astrological body. I mean, that makes sense. It's shocking, but it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. So we'll get to this, but there's one of the pyramids points exactly to true north. How really? would how would you figure that know. out from the ground? No telescope. You don't. This is a time where we didn't even know if the world was round or flat. Like this discussion hasn't even come up. People aren't being killed for saying that the Earth is round yet right exactly
2: how how would you get
0: true north how are some of the pyramids exactly aligned with the constellation orion and i also refuse to believe that it's that many coincidences like
1: oh you hit true north it's a coincidence but every single other one matches something else
0: that's not a coincidence you want to know how crazy it is how, how it hits true north it hits true north so perfectly it's off by like point zero zero four degrees and that's the exact amount of tilt that's happened since the pyramids have been built from true north oh my god so at the time it would have been like perfect perfectly centered yes wow um we can't figure out how things got into the pyramids there are things inside the pyramids that we have found that we cannot figure out how they got in there because they are too big and they weren't like built around them we don't know. So I'll give you some examples. One, there is a, there's a lot of things called cofers, which are just like big chests. Yes. They are huge. They're like made of granite. They're too big and too heavy to fit inside, but they're, they're found in pyramids all the time. Okay. it's weird. There's one pyramid where there's a giant ship underneath it. What? And they know it was put there after it was built. What? Uh-huh. It's the ship of a, a pharaoh, and the pharaoh had it put under his pyramid. Wow. <laughs> it
1: doesn't make any sense, right? Oh, on, like, a lot of levels, it doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah. Okay, so there, this one, this next fact, I'm going to put, like, a little star next to it because I had a little bit of trouble getting you stuff that I could prove across the board on this one. Okay but this is, there's definitely something to this. So there, the frequency inside and around the pyramids is something that's being studied a lot. And it looks as though, okay, now remember, I have my star here. It looks as though the different, like the different sounds and frequencies that are inside and around them. Like if you, if you hit like a certain gong or if you hit like a crystal bowl or a stone are the frequencies, healing frequencies of the chakras. No way yeah I
1: mean that's incredible if that's if that's true, that's incredible right
0: like so the reason that I, I'm having trouble is because there's all these different people trying to disprove that. I'm like this is what you spend a lot of time disproving. There's right. so much talk of the frequency and we'll get to that like around them and what's going on with <laughs> with the pyramids, but there's this like weird part where it's like, no, this wasn't sound healing. No, they didn't tune them on purpose. So I can't completely prove that, but I can tell you there's so much around it that it's really interesting. And you have to go more to the side of like the Gaia videos to see a lot of this. But there's also, I found hundreds of accounts, Jay, of people who have been in the pyramids talking about the feeling of the vibrating when they were in there and how like, you had to keep your voice to a certain level. Some places you couldn't speak because the vibrations would be too strong. Ah, that's really interesting. I think so too. So something's going on with that. We don't have full proof of any of that, but there's, there's definitely more things that need to be explored. And there's a bunch of different experiments you can look up with the frequency and the tuning and how they align in the different pyramids with the different astrological things and the chakras in the body crazy. And that also
1: sort of points to the fact that they weren't made for people to be in or to hang out in or have ceremonies in or whatever, because the frequencies are too
0: high to even be in there. Exactly. It seems that the frequencies surrounding the pyramids may have been what they were looking for to be like protecting and healing. And the frequencies inside were maybe used for something else that could end up being too powerful for humans.
1: Well, okay.
0: (laughs) Okay. I got one more fact for you. Okay. The pyramids were the tallest man-made structures until the construction of the Lincoln Cathedral in 1311, which means that they held that title for over 3,800 years. Wow. That's crazy. I know. So it's like these huge, huge things were the tallest things on earth everywhere. Right, and until the freaking Lincoln Cathedral in 1311, they were the tallest structures, man-made structures on Earth. That's that's bizarre. I think so too. Okay, I have some videos for you, and I want to talk some theories. One that will definitely hurt your brain, (laughs) another that I think you'll you'll kind of enjoy. And I actually think that we might have like a a theory combo thing going on here. I don't, I don't know. I'm just, I'm going to maybe say maybe the two theories are correct together. I, I don't know, Jay. All right. All right. All right. It's wild today. Okay. We'll be right back after this short break.
1: All right, Heather, it's season four. We're here for another season and we still have our favorite sponsor, Restoration Coffee. What coffee are you drinking these days, Jay? It goes back and forth between
0: a Rachel and a Paige. I'm still drinking my Americanos. So if you want a fantastic cup of coffee to go with listening to the IGG or any other podcast that you might listen to, check out Restoration Coffee. You can go to their website. It's restoration-coffee.com. Check it out and tell them that the Intuitive Girl sent you. Yeah, can't go wrong.
1: Hey y'all, it's Jamie with a little shameless self-promotion. We've had a lot of people reaching out asking about distal Reiki, so I wanted to let you all know that yes, you can book a session with me. If you'd like some distance Reiki, get in touch with me and we will set it up for you. Let's talk about what we're obsessed with this week. All right, so this week we are obsessed—not TikTok related, no, nope. no, not at all. Actually, nope. um, this is something that <laughs> Heather actually used to like pull me off of the brink of insanity this week, and raised a really valid point that sh- that she'd like to present to the class. <laughs> I
0: would also like to say that I was pulling myself off of the brink <laughs> of insanity because we we're both just having weeks a moment. Yeah. yeah. It's been for both of us. It's been a rough couple of weeks. It seemed to kind of line up with Mercury retrograde coming in. Yep. I don't know. I don't know if it's this Pluto return. I don't know, but our asses have been kicked truly, truly by the universe.
1: Yep. And it, 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 it's been feeling the energy's been feeling like, like you're just going, like you just keep going. Like, it's almost like you're just putting out little fires and you're just like getting through the day, attending to who needs to be attended to. And like, just, it feels like I'm just sort of energetically bouncing from like one moment to the next, like do this, do that, fix that, talk to that person, this meeting, that meeting, this appointment.
0: Like it's, it felt like all over the board. It felt like that for me too, except in each instance, I was getting punched in the face. Correct.
1: Yeah, There were, there were, there are not many great outcomes that were happening.
0: No. Okay. So I wanted to talk about for obsessed segment, because this is what Jamie and I have been talking about going through this is what this is like, like, I feel like we don't often be talk about what it feels like when it feels like the universe is smashing you and just like throwing a bunch of terrible things at you and like punishing you. Now that's not what's happening. And I know it's not what's happening, but like kind of navigating that and like talking about maybe what is actually happening and then what to do about it. Exactly. So if you are currently or you will in the future, cause we all have it right. Going through one of those times where whatever you do turns to shit, like <laughs> everything falls apart.
1: And also like, this also is not our like to do list for you. Cause I feel mm-hmm. like there's so many like like there's so many schools of thought right like just allow it to happen and let it blah 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 or like go running face first into it forge ahead you know like none of that we're not saying to do any of that we're just telling you like what this has been like for us
0: we're telling you and we're telling you how we are getting through it and i would say if if we're talking about a school of thought this this is like survive when you get caught in the universe energy tornado, like claw your way out, not like come out and make a million dollars or whatever capitalistic. Right. before right, Exactly. Yeah. Right.
1: It's not like good vibes only. Like we're not doing that. I'm not, not saying that. I
0: don't really think that helps. No, it does not. Nor do I think it's possible if you're actually in, I'm going to call it like an energetic hurricane. Cause that's what it feels like to me. True, true. If you're actually in it, where kind of like Jamie said, you're, you're just sort of putting out all these fires and each time you put one out, there's a new punch in the face and like nothing is working. When you're in that, yep, this is what is really happening. The universe isn't actually trying to punish you. And this is not me trying to do like an after school special talk about like, let's all just be happy with the universe all the time. No. <laughs> I would be such a hypocrite because Jamie will tell you that I did said a lot of swear words to the universe over the last few days. Right. Yeah. And you're allowed to. Exactly. This is more like, just so you know what's going on, you can right. be mad at the universe. You can say it's punishing you. You can do, go ahead. Absolutely. Right. I just want you to know that something has happened and the something is astrological. Right. Whatever astrologically is lining up in the world is also lining up with something that you have going on that has Mm -hmm. to do with massive growth. Exactly. Growth. All of the sudden, you get knocked out of alignment with all the things that you're trying to get to. Right. It's temporary. It doesn't last forever. It isn't an actual punishment. It's just like a, it's literally like a misalignment. Don't you feel like you're just not aligned all of a sudden?
1: It feels like, it feels like a shakeup has happened and you have to rearrange yourself and your energy to get back into that alignment. Exactly.
0: Okay. So that's, what's actually happening. So the only reason why I think it's important to say that is not to like gaslight you into just being like, Oh, yay. The universe is helping me grow. Like, no.
1: (laughs) That was incredible. (laughs) We need to get that clip. (laughs)
0: But my point is, if you can just sort of go, okay, things are like not lining up. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to allow, like that's going to happen. And I'm just going to try to find how to realign. If you can sort of think of it that way, it's going to help you navigate. Now, be as mad and as pissed off as you want. But just the, the language and like the visual of your energy is just completely knocked out of alignment. And it's going to be for a little bit and then it's gonna realign and like just kind of get through that you can put effort into it. I mean it's gonna take as long as it's gonna take but I just want you to know that for your own self again not to gaslight you. Right. And and also give yourself a second like
1: chill for a second. Like if if stuff's stormy and tumultuous then I'm I'm the first person to be like all right, what am I supposed to be learning here? What, like, what, like, hold on a second, what's going on? What am I learning here? That, but that's always like a sort of a thought that's in the back. I, I'm, you have to do like the root chakra work, which is like address the problem at hand. Yes, get yourself where you're feeling like you're you're back in control, like you're safe, like your people are safe, or whatever is happening, whatever that particular thing is. Then you can start
0: looking at the realignment and getting back. exactly Exactly. let's let's talk about the jamie and heather process and then you guys can tell us your process or if if you want to borrow ours you can okay step one meltdown have a meltdown yeah like what the hell temper tantrum meltdown swear pissed off maybe cry maybe potentially nothing wrong with crying Yeah, more likely me than you. Yeah, but I would probably be screaming, yelling, and you would probably be crying. And it will probably have the same cleansing
2: effect. (laughs) Definitely.
0: (laughs) And we're usually not directing it at each other, but we're usually bitching to each other. Yes, yes. So you have to have someone who can hold space for you. That's that's imperative for me. I can't move
1: past something without the, the venting outside of my
0: own body and my own head. Same. I am a verbal processor, so I can't even get through it until I bitch about it. Like then we can move to the other side. Right. Okay. So after you've had your temper tantrum meltdown, then it's sort of about survival. Yep. Okay. Put a plan, like a plan. How are we getting through this? What are we doing to deal with this? Yep. Like assessing
1: the situation and then assessing solutions. What fixes this? who do I know? I'm, that's my go-to is like, who do I know that's an expert in this? Who do I know that has a connection for this? Who can I call in to help for this?
0: Yes. Calling in of the resources. What, what can I do to start making this better? That's one of the few places where I'm not stubborn. In my life. <laughs> I would have to say, I am not as good at that as you are. Right, exactly. Yeah. Then this is the, this now, again, this is the Jamie and Heather guide. Okay. This is not like, I'm not saying this is the best way to deal with it. Mm -mm. But right now you fight back with everything you have and you think you can beat the universe at whatever game it's playing. Yeah. You just know that you're going to come out the victor. Yeah. And you start fighting and it does not work. You keep getting knocked to the ground, but you keep getting back up. Right now when I'm doing this, I always have the knowledge that it's not going to (laughs) work. Well, uh,
1: or maybe that you we have the knowledge that we don't know how we're going to get there. Yeah. So it's probably not going to work a couple of times.
0: Right. Okay. So then the next step is surrender to it. Correct. I wanted to say the fight back first, because this is also a weird gaslight thing that spiritual yeah. community does. True. Like just surrender. Yes. I'm sorry, Susan. I can't surrender until I have fought with everything I have. Nor can I surrender when I'm in
1: like literal fight or flight mode. Yeah, exactly. like it's literally impossible. My brain and my nervous system are telling me to fight or flight or fawn or freeze Yeah, to get where I need to be. So like surrendering and allowing
0: is not possible. No. And if I did it, then it would be some half-assed surrender because I would keep thinking of how I probably could have beat the system. Right. All right. And I tell you in that fight period, I think about cheating, stealing, lying, like (laughs) you do not have to have moral high ground in that area. (laughs) No, that's, that's your ego doing its job. Yeah. Like, how do I trick everyone into still getting what I want? I will do it. How do I survive this? How do I get through this shitty moment? Yeah. So I'm just saying you shouldn't act on those. I'm not, I'm not saying like, I encourage you to, you know, be a shitty human in that stage. But it's, there's nothing wrong with the thoughts. Right. Absolutely. So then you just have to surrender and go, okay, whatever right. is not working, whatever you've taken away or, cause there's always some sacrifice, right? You're always going to lose something in these, in these times. Right. Right. I surrender. I, I give up trying to make that work and I will reformulate a plan. And you just sort of kind of, I think to me that feels kind of sad, but then also good afterwards. Right. And it's then when you're able to start like what the way I call it is like
1: you start to walk through it. Yeah. Like you can't get through anything if you're resisting, like you have to be able to walk through it. And it's not until that
0: point that you can start to do that and move through. Exactly right. So you surrender, you feel your feelings around it. And then a really nice thing happens after the surrender portion where you start to feel stuff starting to shift back to alignment. Now you're not going to be there very quickly. right? It's sort of like the lights at the end of the tunnel where you're suddenly going to click back into it. And you kind of also accept whatever you're lost in this time. Yep. And then you move forward. So that's the Jamie and Heather guide to surviving. What do you think, Jay? Well, and the one part, (laughs) my favorite part (laughs) is,
1: well, my ego likes to do this little trick where it will be like, why were you so upset about that in the first place?
0: Oh, yeah. How your ego gaslights you for your own feelings. Yeah. So
1: what Heather does is she then compiles a list for me. (laughs) It's a list like, oh, really? You should have been cooler about all this. Let me list for you all the ways that you like had your ass kicked in the last week. And the one that you just sent me, I was like, oh, okay. You're right, Heather. It was
0: was a very long list, a very ridiculous over the top things that you had to deal with all in a very short span of time. And I think I threw in some of my own cause you had to yeah. deal with mine too. Um, and then you were kind of like, okay, yep. <laughs> you're like, I was
1: like valid. You're right. That like, <laughs> you're right. I do. I, I was okay to be upset about that. stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so if you're also um, someone who gaslights themselves about their feelings, I would say make a little list of all the shit you just went through. Exactly. You look at it and be like, I'm a superhero. What was I talking about? Great. Take that perspective. Exactly. All right. And good luck out there. And if you've got a better term for it than, than we do, let us know. And if you have yeah. a different survival tip, I would love to hear it. I would too. Okay, Jay, I got some more crazy facts for you, but I want to present them like around these two crazy theories about how the pyramids were built. Okay. The first one is that they were built by or with the help of aliens. That's the
1: one that I always hear and and, and I know that it I, I'm resistant to that theory only in that I know it makes us in quotations look bad. To yeah. The muggles. You know what I mean? Like it, it's like it's like those theories that
0: the non magical people hear and they're like, come on, man. Right. You know? Like, oh, is she, like, standing on a street corner talking about how aliens built the pyramids again? You know, like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I'm also, like, not
1: opposed to the idea. It's just, like, yeah. it it red flags me a little bit. Like,
0: yeah. I, I also have my doubts about it, and I'll, I'll tell you why, but I, I want to tell you some sort of, like, what the reasoning is with this first. Right. And then I'll tell you my question mark about it. Okay. Okay. So – In the fields of math, science, masonry, astrology, there are skills being used to build these pyramids that we currently don't have. Correct. So the theory is that like aliens had this and gave it to us.
1: Because they're more advanced than we are.
0: Right. Right. There's also the theory that pharaohs were kind of human-alien hybrids. I was just gonna say,
1: if you get on the like the right or the wrong, depending on how you look at it, side of TikTok, there's a whole like s- genre of TikTok that's like
0: mm-hmm. that our species is like inter is bred with aliens. Oh yeah, that's a rabbit hole you can fall down. And if you right. if you want a rabbit, if you love a good rabbit hole, go down it. It's really yeah. there are so it's many awesome. different different like areas that it touches. I mean, yeah, it's all over the place. But I will say for the pharaohs specifically, the reason that they think that they're like a half human, half alien, I'm not sure if they're really like looking at the percentages of it being half. But the reason they think they're hybrids is because of the way they're drawn. Their heads are shaped differently, right? They have these elongated heads. Right. Now, these, when you think of like how we depict aliens, the shape of their head is the same as the shape of a pharaoh's head. In these right. Places, right. I think like modern day aliens. Yes. Okay. So they're looking at that and they're like, this doesn't make sense. Now here's why we can't disprove this theory well, because these are the best guesses as to why there were elongated heads because they found skulls that were elongated of the pharaohs. Okay? Right. Their heads were elongated. It wasn't just drawn that way. We know this. Or it wasn't just like head
1: wraps or, or, things they were wearing on their heads that made them look elongated,
0: their skulls actually were. Exactly. Okay. So the smartest scientists, their theories for why their heads were elongated are that they, it could have been through inbreeding disease or done on purpose. Like they were like hurting themselves and stretching out their heads to show that they were noble. Oh, like it's like some people elongate their, their necks. Yes. Right. Okay. I don't know that you can do that with a bone, though. (laughs) With a skull. (laughs) Without murdering. I mean, that's a stretch. No pun intended. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Okay, the pun was intended to make James laugh. (laughs) (laughs) It worked. Okay. (laughs) And then the inbreeding and disease. Okay, but, like, why why didn't we see this in other places? Because I don't see – like, I looked. I couldn't find a lot of stuff with, like – Oh, yeah, all the nobles had elongated heads in these cultures, too.
1: Well, I mean, and there there are histories of inbreeding in other cultures, and you don't see them having elongated heads. No, like the
0: royal family in, in England right. is all inbred, and they have, I mean, weird-shaped heads, but they're not elongated. And they had, like, terrible diseases and things happened to them, but, right. but
1: skulls didn't elongate.
0: Right. So, this see, this is why we have a little trouble, right? like, disproving it. Right. Okay. There's also in the mummies of a lot of these pharaohs a rare gene found that we don't know what it is. Really, we haven't found it
1: anywhere else. See, it's that type of stuff that makes me get on board with theories like this. I'm, I'm, it's it's tough because you want you want to. It's such a hard place to look at something. Right. You you want to trust? Like I, I personally want to trust science. Right. But I also know that science can be used to make people sort of look the other way, like to be distracting. Right. Or to like be falsified. I don't know. But if you're finding different genes.
0: Yeah. Right. So you can look it up. You can Google this. The the gene is named. It's like RT something. Um, And they they try to research, try to figure it out. Like, what is this gene that we're finding? But there's clearly something going on with these humans that is not happening in current humans. So let's, to me, I'm like, okay, well, you're not proving or disproving. So it means it remains possible. Exactly. Okay. And then the last part around this is that there are ancient papyruses found that describe aliens landing, like they show aliens landing and they talk about aliens landing. Okay. Now, when you go to like, So the way that I research stuff is like I find the information, I read all about it, and then I try to find someone trying to debunk it and I read all about it, right? right. So I can like hear both sides and form my own opinion and present like actual facts, not just like a one-sided thing. Right. The debunking to that is that they're like, well, we can't prove that all these papyruses that say this are real. Oh, okay. So it's not even like, it's not a great... Disprove so we can't prove that they are authentic, but we also can't prove that they aren't. So,
1: so again, sort of stuck in the middle, yes. Okay, okay.
0: The second theory, which you will not like, (laughs) okay, I okay, has to do with time, (laughs) of course, it does. Jamie's arch nemesis, the thing that I think about all the time, and that Jamie gives me a time limit on talking about to her, is how time works and how it is not a straight line. It's not. No. Okay. I, I know that. I accept that. <laughs> oh, you don't. You don't disagree or not like the theory. You just don't like to think too much about it. Right. And I think that those are like de- defense mechanisms that
1: my <laughs> put in place to like. Actually, I think it's used to like block me from my own intuition.
0: Yeah, like don't fall too far down this rabbit hole. You might never come out of your room, kind of thing.
1: You might find out how like really intuitive you are if you like start. Yeah. You start accepting all this stuff.
0: Jamie, people might see that you are incredibly magical. What would you do? I don't know. I think, I think they think it's something bad. <laughs> <laughs> I love the ego. Okay. So there's all different theories around this with time. And I, I want to tell you them. But I want to just say my personal theory is that time is one big circle and that The past is also way in the future. And like those two things touch very closely together. So we're not just moving in a straight line of like figuring stuff out. We're moving in like a big giant circle. Okay. I also know, and if you listen to our episodes about time, that the laws of time and how it works don't make any sense. Right. Exactly. This is another mystery. We do not know how time operates. We really don't. No, we don't. We know that we live on a planet that has these confines to time, but we don't fully understand much more than that. Exactly. So there is a big part of this is that people think time travel has occurred. So like in the future, we figured out how to do this and we time traveled using the pyramids. But for what? (laughs) Good question. Okay, you know what I mean. So the reason that this has footing is because, and I, I sort of alluded to this earlier. The pyramids, I think, and I'm not alone in this. this. Isn't just my theory. There's a lot of very intelligent people who have this theory. They think they were ancient power plants. Okay, and so they were created electricity, and not like we have electricity now, but electricity purely from the sun and the earth. So not Not anything that's like hurting people really, right? Like a natural um, electricity that was harnessed from understanding astrology and understanding the planet we're on. Wow. Okay. It's quite clear that whoever built these pyramids understood these concepts, right? Right. That we don't understand. Yes, and remember how I told you earlier that they weren't built in a way that people would be like living in them. There's like right. tunnels and walkways, but they're very narrow. It's clear that people weren't in them a lot. So they right. think that they might have been used to create electricity that could have been powered from the sun, the water, the earth, or all of the above. And then it, it did a lot of things that we don't even understand and haven't even figured out for these ancient people. Gotcha. There's even been a sacred metallic transportation device found inside the pyramids that they don't know exactly what it is, but they think it was used or they were at least trying to use it for time travel. What? I know. Why don't we know about these things? That's a great question. Again, it's sort of like there's no answer. Like there's no, we solved it. Like, I think we've always been fascinated with it, but I'm not sure we're always asking the best questions. And so I want to play you two clips from some videos. And these are both from the series Ancient Aliens on the History Channel. Okay. I cannot tell you guys enough how cool this series is and how much I think you should watch it. And what you're not going to know from the clips I'm going to play is that the people who are on this series are experts in their fields. So this isn't just like conspiracy theorist Joe from down the street talking about this stuff. Right. Gotcha. These are people that if you watch the series, you kind of have an understanding of their level of expertise. Again, this is on the History Channel, and I don't mean that that makes it right or true, but there's a bit more validity to it to just some like weird YouTube video I found. Definitely. Okay. So the first video that I want to play for you has to do with the precision of how the pyramids were built. Okay. And I want to see what you think about there being maybe an alien or time travel or time thing going on with it after I play it for you. Okay.
2: The great pyramid is aligned to within three sixtieths of a degree of North, a more accurate alignment than any other structure on earth when you look at the Great Pyramid's alignment, it's aligned very, very close to true north. Even more interesting is to think about tracking back in time because the Earth's axis has been shifting slowly. It's what we call processes. And so if there's been a shift in that alignment, it could be that it was even more accurately aligned to north in the past when they built it. The Great Pyramid is not only perfectly aligned to the cardinal points. Its placement on the Earth is seemingly intentional as well. If you pass a great circle from the Great Pyramid through its cardinal and its ordinal directions, what you find is that these circles will pass through more landmass of the earth than any other location on the earth. You find that the Great Pyramid is essentially located at the center of the world's landmass. The Great Pyramid was built at the level of technological sophistication far in excess of anything that we have today they don't use the inch as we normally have it in the english system it's the cubit and what's interesting about this cubit is that it is exactly one twenty-five millionth of the polar diameter of the earth meaning the distance from the north pole to the south pole of the earth chop it up into 25 million pieces there's your cubit it's perfect is that if you actually take the length of the Great Pyramid at its mean socket level, which is the corners of the actual building, it translates into 365.24 pyramid cubits, which just happens to be the Earth right down to a quarter day. The measurements of the length and width of the perimeter of the Great Pyramid correspond to an exact fraction of both the latitude and longitude measurements at the equator. Scaled up, This means the Great Pyramid directly corresponds to the circumference of the equator as well as the measurement from the equator to the pole, making it a scale model of the Northern Hemisphere. If you take the location of the Great Pyramid as a coordinate, this number sequence of this coordinate matches exactly the speed of light traveling through space, measured in meters per second. This is amazing stuff. When you consider the vast amount of information about the earth that's encoded into the Great Pyramid, you can't just dismiss all of this as pure coincidence.
0: All right, I'm going to stop it there. Whoa, 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 whoa,
1: (laughs) whoa. that's a lot of science and a lot of math.
0: Yeah, so even if you're not fully understanding everything that they're saying here, Everything is so exact to coordinates that they would have had no way of measuring. No, absolutely not. Really, you could only measure those kinds of things from space.
1: Yes, if you were an alien. <laughs> So- I mean it it, it. it sort of substantiates part of that theory, right?
0: Or at least, like, mm-hmm. le- at least lends itself to that theory. I mean, really, either theory, right? That you would have yeah. had to have been able to view the Earth from space to measure it in the way that it did, right? So either it's from the future when we were able to do that and we went back, or <laughs> it's some other form that has an easy ability to measure the Earth. And why did we? why did all
1: of that end? Right. like You know what I mean? Like, why are we now not talking to the aliens or are we not allowed, or are we, why are we not allowed to know about it? Or
0: why did we stop using all that technology? That's a great question. Why are, why are we not all riled up about the fact that like the government released documents about aliens? Exactly. Uh, that still blows my mind that like yeah. everyone was like the government's hiding it
1: from us. and the, And then the government's like here, we were hiding this from you.
0: And we were just going, like, oh, okay, no one cares. Like, I know we've got a lot going on on this planet,
1: but. Oh, right. It's like the, it's, you know, it's that game. It's like the shuffle game. Like, where do you put, where do you keep your eyes?
0: Yeah. I don't know. It just feels to me, I know this is like a little wacky, but like, there's something going on that's making us not more outraged by it. Yeah. Well, I think
1: we're just so sort of numbed out by yeah, every literally everything that mm-hmm. there's no mm-hmm. bandwidth anymore for it.
0: Maybe, or maybe there's something going on that we're just like not able to think about it more.
1: You think? Oh, no.
0: Maybe, Jay. Conspiracy theory alert. I mean, weirder shit has happened. (laughs) Okay, I have one more video to play you. I'm going to try my best to kind of set this one up for you because this has to do with the crazy, wacky electromagnetic forces around the pyramids. Okay. And these are the video that you're going to hear is a bunch of scientists talking about an experiment that was done by someone named Joe Parr. Okay. It was done in the late eighties trying to figure out what was going on with the pyramids. Like why, what are, what's happening here? Okay. Okay. So you're going to hear a little bit of this, but just to set it up, there is an energy field that goes around the outside of the pyramids that baffles scientists. Okay. In this study that this guy did, he did it using a scale model and like doing different things to the model. So you hear some of that. So this is not proven theory. This is like when we did these experiments, these are the results that we got. And this is what we think. Okay. But, the the sort of force field around the pyramids can block electromagnetic radiation of any kind and they think even gamma rays can't get through what i know oh. and a lot of the stuff that they're studying that was clearly put in place here aligns with what harp is currently studying now really so you know harp is the crazy organization that like uses the god particle and all of that So, again, connecting to either one of these two theories. So let me play a little bit of this for you. Okay. Joe Parr
2: found out that if he put a model pyramid and spun it in a centrifuge through an alternating magnetic current, an energy field, or he calls it an orb or bubble, would form around the model pyramid. Joe found that this bubble or energy orb would block all known types of electromagnetic radiation, even gamma rays. Now, this is interesting. We don't know of any types of energy forces that could do this. This is the most incredible thing about Joe Parr's discovery. In later laboratory experiments, Parr claimed to have discovered yet another strange physical phenomenon. The model pyramid became weightless in the energy field and began to move in a specific direction. They calculated the direction of this energy field, where the pyramid would shoot out from. And guess what? It aligns exactly where we would see the constellation Orion. So Joe speculated that it went into hyperspace. This is speculation, but it makes a lot of sense. In string theory and physics... It postulates the existence of six additional spatial dimensions. So how do we know the way this energy fields were set up? It allows this pyramid to go into another dimension and travel. Joe never proved this, but before he died, he believed that the pyramid acted as a time machine, if you could unlock its key.
0: All right, I'm going to stop it there before everyone's brains blow up. Oh, my God. Okay, so that is a theory done with an experiment. Okay, so this isn't like, oh, okay, proven. But the fact that they could make that happen and that it aligns exactly with Orion, like, and this is like a to scale model. Like, do you know what I mean? Done Real scientists that scientists now are still looking at this stuff. And it sort of points to time travel here. It does. And I want that for us. I want, to, I want to get out of the
1: cubicles and like go to the time traveling part. Can we go there? I mean, it just sounds so much more advanced and mm-hmm. like and thoughtful,
0: you know? I agree. So that's what I have. I, I would like to pose a question to you though. Okay. <laughs> you look excited. <laughs> does
1: that have to do with six paramel- parallel dimensions? Because... It does not. <laughs>
0: That's a lot. (laughs) That's why I stopped it after that. Okay. (laughs) If we know that we can't explain what's going on with the pyramids, and we also know that there are technological advances and secrets in there, like that are just right there. Yep. Why aren't we rebuilding them and experimenting on them and finding out it, well, it, why are we treating it like they're
1: artifacts? Why are we talking about them like they're history?
0: Right, they're right. They're there. We're there. Right. Yeah. Right. We could rebuild them and experiment on them. We could, like, maybe find energy sources that didn't damage our planet. Like, like uh, exactly. What, you know what I mean? There's answers here. We know that this is something beyond what we understand. Why aren't we doing more to, like, learn from it well and beyond that
1: how do we get ourselves to a place where we are doing that but then also protecting it so it's not looted by some corporation to then make money off of maybe that's why maybe that's why we're not maybe we have to wait for this like collapsing of, of mankind right let capitalism collapse and then it won't be hijacked and stolen yeah
0: well, listen, if when it, it's all collapsing, continuing to collapse around us, if all of a sudden Jamie and I start building a pyramid, I just don't yeah. ask too many questions. <laughs> well, it's
1: also interesting, like when you, like when you talk about that, it's like, why are we spending so much money in ruining the planet to send like a billionaire up into space for 10 seconds? Right. When that, when we could be looking at like alternative
0: forms of energy, yeah. Or we could just be getting answers that we already have that we forgot for whatever right. For whatever reason. Right. Why aren't we doing more with that? Why, why aren't billionaires building pyramids where they can have their own crazy experiences in? I mean, is that, is that what's next? I don't know. Uh, I hope not. I hope that, I hope we move beyond the billionaires
1: before we get back to pyramid technology.
0: I mean, maybe that, <laughs> maybe that could be in the movie that I proposed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he would like I'll be right. I'll be right. the patriarchal white guy who has the blueprint, right. The Lex Luthor guy, right. um, builds one and then something crazy happens and he like melts inside of it or something, but we figure something out. Right. And like the rock has to come and like save. Yes.
1: The, the information and like the, oh, the blueprint. The rock is definitely involved in this project.
0: <laughs> then, then so am I. If that's okay. the case. <laughs> So if again, Hollywood executives would like to give us a call, we will help work on this project, but I'm just saying it might bring interest. Like it, it might, it might help us solve something if we start like getting some interest together from Hollywood. I'm just saying. Absolutely. Absolutely so let's go think about pyramids I won't bring up any more time stuff for the rest of the day for your brain but I love a good mystery and this is a mystery I think it's
1: cool this is a a great one and thank you for presenting it in a way that isn't like weird and and doesn't make you know the community look strange you know what I mean you did it in a very thoughtful
0: respectful way thank you no tinfoil hats were worn during the meeting. exactly true Hey, thanks for listening to our episode. For show notes and a place to send feedback, please visit our website, embodylove.me slash intuitive girls. Again, that's embodylove.me slash intuitive girls.